Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. The Poor Night, a fantasy musical podcast suitable for all ages, brought to you by Fool and Scholar Productions. Follow Nathaniel the Poor Knight and the friends he meets along his journey as he's bitten by a wereman and must break the curse before the full moon. Listen to The Poor Knight wherever you get your podcasts or learn more at foolandscholar.com. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and devoted keeper of those strange yarns and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This ghostly account, Story Club members, might have you wanting to play outside. It's one I call the Whaley House. Recently, I was visiting sunny San Diego and toured the famous Whaley House, which pops up all the time in books and websites as one of the most famous haunted houses. Here's a little history. In 1857, businessman Thomas Whaley built the two-story mansion for his family. Because the house was such an important fixture in its day, it was also used as a courthouse and official meeting place. Two presidents, Ulysses S. Grant and Benjamin Harrison, stayed with the Whaley's when they visited the city. For almost 100 years, several generations of Whaley's lived in the home. The oldest brick structure in Southern California, the Whaley House, is now a museum. But the Whaley residence has a spookier history. The ghosts most often encountered in the house are those of Thomas and Anna Whaley, Annabelle Washburn, a friend of the Whaley children who died after a tragic accident in the Whaley's backyard, and Yankee Jim a drifter who died and was buried on the property before the home was built. June Reading, the director of the Whaley House Museum since the 1960s, saw the ghosts firsthand. She claimed that she once saw Thomas Whaley standing on the stair landing on a Sunday afternoon. He wore a black frock coat and a pair of pantaloons with a broad brim black felt hat. Reading knew it was Whaley because she had read documents that described him wearing similar clothing. Many other museum employees have also reported a man in a black frock coat staring at them while they worked. Another time, Mrs. Reading, along with other museum guides, heard a mysterious man's laugh. They figured the voice belonged to Thomas Whaley. Phantom cigar smells have been observed in various rooms that Mr. Whaley once occupied. Since no smoking is allowed in the museum, and Mrs. Reading and the other witnesses to the odor don't smoke, the odors were quite mysterious. Was it Mr. Whaley smoking a cigar in the afterlife? Not only have employees witnessed spirit shapes and phantom smells in the museum, many museum visitors also claim to have seen ghosts. One visitor described a person who was there but then wasn't. Some visitors have taken photographs of the museum that feature images of strange blobs of lights hovering in the air. One August, Mrs. Reading said that there was a great deal of static electricity in the house. In the Whaley girls' room, 
a witness saw what looked like fireflies buzzing around. After calling a parapsychology expert to investigate the strange occurrence, Mrs. Reading learned that the fireflies the witnesses saw may have been portions of supernatural beings. Mrs. Reading watched the dancing lights, which eventually formed into a vague figure standing at the end of the bed, folding clothing. Was it the ghostly figure of Anna Whaley doing household chores? Oftentimes during the night, the burglar alarm at the Whaley house would go off without a cause. However, it has been difficult to convince police officers to check on the haunted house. One time, an officer showed up at the house after the alarm sounded, but was too afraid to get out of his squad car to investigate. Once accompanied by Mrs. Reading, however, the officer mustered up enough courage and entered the house. The officer would not go any farther than the entry hall, though. He insisted that Mrs. Reading check out all the rooms herself. Other ghosts have been observed as well. A museum guide who worked at the Whaley House for nine years sometimes heard heavy footsteps that supposedly belonged to Yankee Jim. During one of her tours, several visitors smiled at the guide. When she asked them what they were laughing at, they told her about the mysterious man standing next to her as she spoke. The visitors described the man as resembling Yankee Jim. In the kitchen of the house, accounts of utensils and rocking chairs moving on their own have been attributed to the ghost of Annabelle Washburn. After her accident, Mr. Whaley carried her into the kitchen, where she died. Could Annabelle be haunting the place of her untimely death? The strange occurrences and sightings at the Whaley house have led many people to believe that Thomas and Anna Whaley's ghosts remain in the house to this day, acting as protectors of the mansion. Perhaps Mr. and Mrs. Whaley see the museum's guides and visitors as house guests they need to greet and welcome. But who knows for sure? Perhaps the Whaleys have not yet realized they're dead. Perhaps they will wander the rooms of their old family home forever. I'll tell you what, devoted listeners, I couldn't wait to leave the Whaley house and hit the San Diego beach. Things are a lot less scary when you're sifting sand through your toes and letting the cool waves of the Pacific Ocean lap up onto your ankles. If I ever become a ghost, though, I want to haunt a sunny seashore. They say life is a beach, but what about the afterlife? Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! like to laugh? Ah, uh, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. 
So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.